This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, welcome back. Zazzle, Rums, and Amber here. And, you know, we love mixing it up. We step away from sports sometimes, and we love having the celebrities, comedians, or what have you on. And Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold joins us here on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Source guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Uh, Tom, of course, he's got his podcast. It's on podcast1.com. It's called 100% Honest, pretty much. And, you know, I could say that we could, we could talk about acting and all that other stuff, and I do want to get to it, but... I mean, I, I totally forgot until this morning, best damn sports show, period. Like, Tom, best yes. damn sports show, period. You were the original host on that show. Uh, tell me, do, do you remember the original cast on best damn sports show, period? Yes, I do. Um, I It was me, Chris Rose, Deacon Jones, believe it or not, um, John Sally, and uh, uh, let me think. Let me think. But Michael Irvin wasn't there yet, and um, what about Kruk? Was Kruk John, there? Yeah, uh, yeah Kruk, Kruk, he was there. Yes, he was. What, yes, what about what about? I thought before John Sally was Reggie Theus before John Sally. Oh yes, oh yes. Unfor- he, clearly Theus, forgettable yes. then. He was forgettable. <laughs> I loved Reggie. I loved Reggie. But he was he was very nice. He was very nice. Did you uh, did you enjoy doing that show? Oh my God, I loved doing that show. I mean. To get paid to talk about sports, and to actually get paid uh, a lot because I come from the sitcom world, and so they didn't have anything to compare it to. And you know, television is like, well, what was your last job? How much? That's your quote. So, well, my last job was a sitcom. So, okay, this is what I got paid a week, and they go, okay, we'll we'll just pay you that, and that uh, uh, it worked out very well, and I did it for three and a half or four years, and I got to meet my, my heroes. I got to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Giants and the Cubs and the, you know, it was, uh, it's, it's sports in general. It was fun. Who was one of your heroes that you uh, grew up uh, uh, idolizing that you got to meet? There were so many people. One day I was sitting between Ernie Banks and uh, Willie Mays and and just talking, you know, interviewing them and thinking, how could I, how could, how is this possible? You know, and I was playing catch with Joe Montana, and I was, you know, having a tricycle race with Lance Armstrong before he was uh, admitted to. A, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can't uh, win that. He was, uh, he was cheating. You can't. I don't, beat him. I don't even care if he was taking steroids. I don't care. Um, you know, uh, uh, Derek Jeter was always so nice to me, and we'd go play these silly uh, games, and and uh, they were uh, the guys were very nice to me, and. The fact that they let me play along, and and uh, but but I was always 100% sure, you know, Strahan, Michael Strahan started working with us as a rookie. Right. right. You could you could tell some guys got it that are athletes. You know, some athletes don't. It takes a little more work. Mike, he had it from day one, and he would try anything. And he, um, the thing about athletes is, you you look at them and you go, oh, I'm about, about the same size as them. I could probably be as good as them. No, you can't be. You, they have a magic that they will turn on, whether they're 
they're 50 or 60 or 70, it doesn't matter. But when when something happens and it's on the line and you're you're playing for, you know, you're betting or you're playing for apples or you're playing just for pride. Competition. Yes. They turn it on, and you're, you're going to lose. That's, that's all there is to it. You're going to be knocked on your butt, and you're going to lose. Well, you mentioned. I had that happen many times. You mentioned your. Uh, you mentioned. So I was going to ask you who your teams are, but you mentioned some of your teams. I know you're from Iowa originally. You also yeah. mentioned the Giants. You mentioned the Cubbies. So were you still following the Cubs, of course, well, of this course. season? Yeah. What do you mean, still? I mean, it's a <laughs> lifetime. It's, it's, when I was uh, 54, I had my first child. And, uh, and I said to him, in the hospital, people said Cub, cub stuff. And I said, Jax, I, 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 I can't do this to you unless the Cubs do something. I, I do, I've suffered my whole life, uh, my grandfather, my father. Um, it's not fair to me to make you a Cubs fan, you know, unless they do something. And then Theo FC came in and Joe Madden, and they started spending money. And then I made him a Cubs fan. I mean, your son and, had to uh, wait three long years, you know, right. uh, to get that title. Years. He is so spoiled. Not only did his testicles descend immediately, unlike <laughs> his father, but he's a, you know he gets a World Series in three years. And he sat here with me and my friends, and because uh, he knew he got treats at the end of the game, game seven. And he he doesn't know who to cheer for, but he cheered every time somebody scored including Cleveland, <laughs> and I was about to send him to bed, but he's such a sweetheart, but we've got all the gear, and uh, he's a Cubs fan for life, whether he likes it or not, or not as long as I'm living, and uh, um, so it was, but I, but I was going to absolve him. I was going to say, I can understand why you want to make another choice. I'm going to give you that break, but um, then the Cubs started doing stuff, and Look where we are today. I'm glad I did. Tom, you've been part of both worlds, both Hollywood and the yeah. athletic world. Who's cooler in your mind? Who do you think or who would you like to show up to a party with? Would it be a Hollywood celeb or would it be an athlete? Oh, my gosh, athletes. By, by, or athletes are musicians by far. Every, there's no actor that wants to be, that doesn't want to be an, a, 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 a musician or an athlete. I mean, oh, my gosh. That's what was great about our show is we could get big-time actors because their heroes would be coming on the show. You know, they, you, you'd hear, you know, they loved Michael Irvin or they loved Kruk or they loved, you know, because of the thing about act, or, uh, you know, uh, sports is it connects to your childhood or your grandfather or you have a visceral connection to, you know, maybe it's your college, maybe it's uh, your it means so much to you. You know the moment you watched the game that they played in, that they did the thing, and when you see them, you feel all that. And it, I had to take deep breaths sometimes sitting next to people, you know, and they're like, hello, Tom, how are you? You know, they know my name, and I'm just a guy to them. <laughs> but to me, they are my childhood. And what what was happening at my grandfather's house and, the, the 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 trip we took together and I have to I have to I have to suck out my breath for a second because it's too much, you know. They I remember once Bill O'Reilly, who worked at Fox News, came in and was doing his show in L.A. and wanted to use my dressing room and uh, to to put on his uh, makeup. I said sure, and uh, Clint Eastwood stuck his head in and said hi to us, and 
I said to Bill, wow, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Boy, he's a legend. He's one of my favorites. Isn't that cool that he said hi to us? Yeah. And, and Bill O'Reilly was like, oh, Tom, he's just a human being just like us. I go, I know, but it's Clint Eastwood, dude. <laughs> That's a big deal, man. I go, aren't you a fan of anybody? I go, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, uh, yesterday, uh, you know, uh, Bill Esposito was down here and, uh, and Bobby Hall, and they came in and hung out with me, and I couldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, and, and Gretzky's been here a bunch, and, and uh, it's just amazing, and it's great being a fan. He goes, no, no, we're all created equal, Tom. I'm not a fan. I'm just, and I thought, that's, if, it, if that's true, A, it's really sad that you're not a fan because being a fan is the one thing they cannot take away from you. you they can divorce you. They can fire you. They could whatever, but being a fan is yours. And number two, I knew he was lying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Completely lying. He was, in, he was in awe just like I was, you know, and, uh, and uh, it meant a lot to, you know, being a fan is a wonderful thing. Tom Arnold, again, his podcast, you can check it out, podcast1.com. It's called 100% Honest, pretty much. Uh, Tom, real quick here before we let you go, do people still stop you to talk about true lies? Yes. Yes, they do. They talk, uh, and I talk about it on stage. I talk about the whole process. I talk about how Jim Cameron, who is a big guy, 6'3", bigger than Arnold even, and so am I, by the way. Um, I have to say that a hundred times. Um, <laughs> how the, the studio did not want me, and how Jim Cameron had the uh, uh, intestinal fortitude to say to the studio, it was the most expensive movie made at the time. Uh, and they said, We're, we don't approve Tom Arnold. And he said, oh, that's too bad. I really wanted to make the movie here at Fox Studios. <laughs> now I'm walking across the street and making it at Paramount. So he went on the line for me, and at the time, if you remember, People were not going on the line for me. <laughs> That's, right. Know, That's right. I, I'd been going through a divorce. Everybody hated me. Even I thought, no, I'll be back in Iowa very soon doing, you know, chiseling heads to be Peggy Platt. So I love that guy. Um, but he knew what he was doing. And Arnold is a wonderful guy. I saw Jamie Lee Curtis last night. And, you know, it's one of those rare times where you stay in touch. And they're great people. Great job, Tom. We appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you guys very much. That's Tom Arnold right there again, 100% honest. Pretty much, it's his podcast. It's on podcastone.com. Uh, that movie, True Lies, like you guys have seen True Lies yeah, of before, course. right? Like that movie is awesome. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, The Scene. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.